the Don't Judge Me Podcast. Here today with Sir Nigel, House of the Wave Files from the Dark Gray Triad. Always looking left because I ain't right. I'm here today my main man, Master Plan to my right. J. Del Negro. Mic drop. Boom. I picked it back up because I still need to talk to the people. <laughs> um, first and foremost, thank you for listening to the Don't Judge Me Podcast. <laughs> It is absolutely your pleasure to make our acquaintance. And since you are here listening to the sound of our voices right now, that lets me know that at the very least you appreciate us just a little bit. But you can let the whole entire world know just how much you appreciate us by leaving that five-star rating over at Apple Podcasts or by commenting on the episodes over at SoundCloud and hitting the hearts if you so should incline and feel like doing something a little extra nice. We appreciate that. We really, really do. And to show our appreciation for what you would do for us, we like to feature you here on the Don't Judge Me podcast by incorporating what you say and or what you write into us. And if you do that and get that incorporation, you can become a megastar by sending us an email or leaving us a voicemail. Our email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. And our phone number is 410-834-1562. We will incorporate what you said and or what you wrote into an upcoming episode of the show and we'll probably shout you out unless we feeling like some ignorant asses. Mm-hmm. So in advance, I'd like to take out the time again to thank you for joining us in judgment because we shall proceed to continue to judge in life. Done with all of that. You've heard it all before, but what you haven't heard is the bail I'm going to shoot for this episode because it's brand new. Nice. Brand new episode, brand new bail. Yeah. First and foremost, I'm going to start with a Mr. Scotty Pippen, former NBA superstar, winner of six NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls, the right-hand man of Michael Jordan, at least on the court. Well, most recently, he called out his former coach, Phil Jackson. He called him out as a racist. Okay. And hearing that, I'm just like, but how? Yeah. He coached you and Michael. He also coached Shaq and Kobe. He's always around the blacks. Yeah. Well, Scotty Pippen was on the Dan Patrick show. I don't know if it was a podcast or like a presentation with video. I'm not sure. Okay. But he brought that up. Actually, Pippen brought up a lot of things, uh, a lot of ideas <laughs> around current basketball, um, his feelings about Michael Jordan a little bit. Um, what he's got going on right now. I think he's releasing a book. I think that's why people are talking Scotty Pippen right now. Ah, uh, so he, he, he was just trying. Okay, cool. He's on a promotional run or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he went on to say that basically Phil Jackson was always racist and things would go on. And he pointed out something specific in the uh, documentary about Jordan that something Jordan said in the huddle. He's like, remember when he said that? And I, I, was, I wasn't paying but so much attention, but he was like, that was to fill. It wasn't who you thought it was. That was to fill. And then Dan Patrick was like, oh. Anyway, I also want to shoot bail to Cav on stage because this is where <laughs> I heard it from. Okay. And then Cav on stage came with receipts from Phil Jackson's book that he wrote himself where he refers to players as the blacks. Oh. Uh, he referred to hip hop influence, underprivileged lifestyles, 
and upbringing as to why black players played the way they played and weren't necessarily about team ball. So it was an enlightening uh, moment where it's just like, yeah, Phil Jackson's about 70 years old. He refers to us as the blacks. Phil Jackson is racist. He probably thinks he's doing us a favor, but Phil Jackson is racist. Go out there and play ball, ball boy. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure. And it's just, yeah, that, that sounds about right. I wouldn't have, I would have thought if Kev didn't read excerpts from Phil's book, I would have thought that Scottie Pippen was just like looking back and just feeling some sort of way. Yeah. It's like, no, he just never said anything because it wasn't the age of saying something. Now he can talk about it and he's just like, all right, here's, here's the facts. Yeah. Phil Jackson's a racist bastard. Yeah. And let me tell you why. And he gave examples and then Kevin Stage went to his book and he provided some examples from Phil's own mouth and it's just like, oh, but he, he essentially looked at black players one way and white players a different way and he felt like the game was being taken down the wrong path by the black players. Oh, shit. So that was a real thing. That is a real thing. So that's unfortunate. Salute to Kevon and Scotty. Yeah, Scotty shooting his shot. <laughs> fun fact, fun fact. You ready for it? Yeah. Uh, Scotty Pippen has a son named Scotty Pippen Jr. Why? Okay. But their names aren't spelled the same way. What? S C O T T I E is the Scotty Pippen we all know and love. Yeah. S C O T T Y is Scotty Pippen Jr. Okay, that does seem like the normal spelling of it. Okay. But you can't do that if you spell the names differently. Yeah, you you can't, no. Scotty Pippen did it anyway. Hmm. I mean, sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to go with it. We're just going to go with it. Mm -hmm. All right. Question. This isn't really bail, but I just have a question. Do you feel like the number of Chipotle restaurants in a state coincide with how popping the state is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right now, I feel like Ohio I might have one. <laughs> All right. So we're going to pull up Ohio at the minute 205. Okay. Compare that to like D.C., though. D.C. Uh, Washington, D.C., 19. Oh, I may be lying. Got any other states you want to look into? Uh, I got New York. New York. New York is 178. Yo, why is Ohio leading um, Florida? Let's... Florida. We can go to Florida. Florida has 194. Yo. Oh, okay. Ohio the spot. Ohio is not the spot. California is the spot. California has 431 locations. Yo, that's... that's Good old Maryland has 98. Okay. Idaho, four. Maine, six. Yeah, another ain't Boston. Utah, where Jalapeno from Utah lives, 11. Can you think of the two states that only have one Chipotle in the entire state? Two states. North and South Dakota. (laughs) North Dakota, two. South Dakota, one. What's the other state with one Chipotle? Oh, shit, I actually got one right. Okay, um... I'm not good at geography. Um, Arizona. No. That okay. isn't right. New Mexico. New Mexico. That's racist. They probably do have it. Uh, New Mexico has Montana. 10. New Mexico has 10. Arizona has 85. Montana has three. 
Wyoming is the other state with just one Chipotle. Wyoming and South Dakota? Wyoming and South Dakota. Damn, no love out there. No love. Vermont has two. Uh, Montana, three. I think I said that already. Idaho, four. Arkansas, six. Maine, six. And I think that's all the single. Mississippi, two. More eyes in uh, Chipotle. They have more eyes in the spelling of the state than they do have Chipotle. That's crazy. So, if you think your state's popping, I say we rate it according to Chipotle locations. We're apparently not popping. Ohio is popping. But poppin'. if you think about how big Maryland isn't in comparison to Ohio, we're doing yeah. well. Yeah, I guess you're right. We're doing well. You're getting right. Uh, Idaho isn't, though, because I got four. Yeah, no, no. That just ain't right. And that's all the bell I got this week. So, let's proceed with more show. Cool. Awesome. Well, we're going to dive into gentle judgment where you don't get the full wrath of our judgment, but just a little bit. I'm going to start off with, uh, remember when you were younger and you did charity work around the holidays, or I guess around uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Halloween, I mean, uh, UNICEF? I've seen people do it, but you know. Have you, ever, sure. have you ever done a UNICEF box and collected change as you went trick-or-treating? I had something in high school, but I've never done it for UNICEF. Well... Anyone who has done it, I used to do it. Thank you, because apparently I got a text message the other day. It says, you've been chosen by the board of the UNICEF as one of the recipients to receive a $2,000 grant slash donation for COVID-19 pandemic. Wild. Yeah, I looked at it. It's spelled right. <laughs> didn't go to the website. Didn't click on the link. Didn't click the link. No, didn't click the link. But you know, if you remember last week, guys, I got, I got a text message that said, hello, horny. Then I get one for UNICEF. So I don't know who has my number, but y'all need to stop. <laughs> I don't need a $2,000 grant donation. I remember correctly, UNICEF is for starving kids in other countries. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how I qualify because I'm clearly not starving if you guys know what I look like. And um, I'm not in another country. So confused. But yeah, the text message came through. I laughed, I giggled, I took a screenshot and deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> they tried it. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, there's definitely a link. Actually, do I saw the picture? It actually had like the link itself. I guess you guys could check it out if you guys want to try to get some some monies. Uh, oh yeah, I do still have it. UNICEFGrants.com UNICEFGrants.com Yep. It's spelled right. Click here for more information. It's slash USM Yep. UNICEF monies? I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, got that the other day and uh, didn't know what to do. <laughs> you did the right thing. Yeah, yeah. You I'm took not, the right course of that. It's like those people, you know, just call and be like, yeah, we got some money for you. Oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, it's not my money. Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. I, I know uh, I had some uh, unclaimed money from a job I never went to. So okay. I went to a job once and then I was like, I hate this place. So I never went back. So I never got the check for it, right? So this is from like 2000, I don't know, four or five, some crazy long time ago. But the money kept showing up from the, the state contractor's office. And so they will put notice in the uh, mail, not the mail, in the newspaper saying, hey, you have unclaimed money. Go claim that money if you want to. Watch these taxes come for your ass. Yeah. Usually when they want you to claim something like that, it's because they're not giving you money. It's because they want more of your money. So, yeah. No. Didn't, didn't claim that money. And it was probably like, Four dollars. Yeah, that's not after taxes. They probably holding on to, it and they're like, "Damn it, I can't get, it. can't, can't get it." Mm-mm. Not, not coming for. I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't need it. I left it for a reason. I left it for a reason. Speaking of for a reason, 
I don't understand the reason that people do things sometimes. And by things, I mean showcasing what they do on the internet. Okay. Quitting jobs, oh, breaking yeah. up with people, stealing, like they might be holding the camera themselves, steal, like, st- I don't get, I do get, it's because the eighth deadly sin, eighth deadly sin is clout. It's a real thing. It's going to become bigger. I'm sure of it. But I'm on YouTube and I'm watching uh, recommended videos. And the title of this video is, uh, it was recommended to me by YouTube's algorithmic processes. Mm-hmm. Well, I got into another shootout slash road rage incident. So, what? well, I got into another shootout slash yeah. road rage incident. Like, Geico needs to be calling him and like, yo, you are like, your insurance is gone. Another. Yes. This, this isn't the first. This no. is another. Another. And hey, which would apply also that he recorded the first one as well. Well, he didn't record this one. Okay. But... There was security footage from the building that he was outside of that he got a copy of to share. So he out here swooning a security guard or bribing a security guard to get the footage. Because I I know right now if you were trying to go into a mall, I'm like, can I get security footage? They'd be like, no. So that means he had to spend some time getting to know someone and ask for that information. So this happened back in March of this year, I believe. And it happened in Texas. So that's part of the reason why this thing flew without any problems. The gentleman, he goes by the name of Chris TV, and he's out of Texas, and he primarily makes videos about driving a box truck. So he makes videos about how much money he makes doing deliveries across state lines, within the state, doing pickups, drop-offs, how he manages his business or what have you. Of course. He's a young guy in his 20s, I would say, like, younger than 25, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And he goes on to describe a shootout that involved him and another driver after that driver sideswiped his car. I don't know from the very beginning of how this started, but the footage that it shows is him outside of his car looking at it. And there's a truck further down the road. Right. Okay. Same side of the street, just a little bit down the road. And the truck apparently sideswiped his vehicle as it was in front of this building. This building he refers to as a federal building. So the security guard he got the footage from is a federal officer. Oh, okay. So he's looking at his car. And the truck's down the road. There's a light. The Mm -hmm. truck bangs a U-turn, right? And comes in the opposite direction back to on the other side of the road back towards the vehicle. Okay. So the vehicle is pretty much in the middle of a block. And two lights. You know, one light on one end, one light on the other end. The vehicle's coming down the road. This guy who was looking at his car, Chris TV, he proceeds to see the vehicle coming. Vehicle ain't speeding. Vehicle ain't really rolling slow. He proceeds to reach in his waistband. He can't hear anything. You just see stuff. Essentially, the the car road rides down the road. And when I say it's wide, it's as wide as any public street in D.C., not a neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's a wide street, right? Like Constitution okay. or whatever. It's as wide as that street. Mm-hmm. So the truck's pretty far away but he's on the other side he says he sees the video he sees the window roll down and he can see the driver holding something that looks to be something else right he said he felt like he saw a a reflection off of whatever the driver's holding so he reaches in his waistband and shoots at the vehicle boom and you can see the back driver's side window blow out so he hits the car the car goes up to the light and doesn't speed off. 
the guy who had his car sideswiped, he walks up to the vehicle and continues to shoot. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And then the car spills off. You can see, you know, the fire from the muzzle of his gun. The vehicle, you can't see any firing coming from that vehicle. So it's like the guy walks up, continues to shoot, and, yeah, then, yeah. He, and then he backpedals and he unloads his clip on this car. But he's still here to tell you the story because it's Texas. Yeah. The police gets there. He cooperates. He unloads his vehicle. I mean, he unloads his, his weapon and throws his gun down on the driver's side seat and the clip of another seat or something. And he just explains the scenario. And it's just like, you're a good thing, boy. And then the footage. Shut up. The footage. <laughs> the footage uh, apparently uh, helped him tell his story. Because I guess in Texas, if you feel, I, I think he explains it, if you feel like your life is threatened, there's a defense act where you can actually fire upon somebody without being prosecuted. So that's what he explained had happened. So and my guess is this isn't the first time he explained it that way because this isn't the first time he got into a shootout for a road rage incident. But the problem with putting it online is, uh, sir, it seems like this is the this exact same this story. Isn't, this isn't what, no. But apparently the police saw it and they were just like, yeah, you're good. But to me, that's just wild. Like, yo, he really shot at this person a lot. Yeah. There was no shots coming back. He shot... I don't know what the fuck happens in Texas, but apparently don't sideswipe nobody or you might get shot the fuck up don't legally. Don't sideswipe nobody. I mean, like, like insurance must be crazy, yo. Because imagine that. Uh, yeah, I like to file a claim. Oh, what happened? You flat tire, battery dead. I was shot at um, because apparently someone thought I was... I knocked up someone's rearview mirror. Yeah, like, whatever. so uh, he busted a cap on my shit. I got holes all through my car. Madness. Well, that happened. That's out there. Uh, be, be careful driving through Texas, y'all. Well, then I feel like this doesn't really segue well, but... Go for it. Apparently, the new Guinness World Record for stacking M&Ms is five. That's lousy. Yeah. That's a is. lousy world, or world I, record. I was literally reading. I was like, all right. And it was like, your previous record, four. I was like, four what? <laughs> and it was like... And then the whole article goes and it's like, yeah, they're not as flat as you think they are. I was like, yeah, because they're fucking... Like they're round. Yeah, they're, they're like ovals and yeah, shit. Like I was like, no one thinks an Eminem is flat. Apparently, five is the the Guinness World Record. I feel like I could hold them between my pointer and my thumb, and just like keep it real steady, and back away slowly, and it just might might work. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the process is for how they do it because I feel like even just you know like you fucking make your hand warm enough, you probably could just hold it and it just melt it together. Melts like in. oh, that's mm-hmm. ten right there, uh, sir. Could you uh, do you separate them? No, 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 we ain't doing that. <laughs> but yeah, five. Maybe five. he's stacking them one at a time. It's on top. Of I one think so, other. but like I don't. How do you feel accomplished when you get to five? Though? But that's the thing. So it was like, what well, sparked is initially boredom during COVID, and I was like, no, you can't be that bored. <laughs> like, Don't was... say call Guinness. I just stacked five M and M's. Yo, like I, he was just like, I was just trying to. I wanted to be in the book, and I would just start reading to see what I could do. And he's an engineer. So I'm like, how are you that bored? I feel like you got a job to be doing or something. Like, something. It's probably the dude who worked on the Miami jump. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm joking. Ah, Too soon? Anyway. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. This this is the part where I play boys to men. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're that bored? Like, you can't be that bored, Joe. Like, there's a life. You, You should be just... Get on a video game, read a book, something. I don't know, but he stacked them five. Five is the, the Guinness World Record now. So if you want to beat beat it, uh, six. 
is your is your number. That's, that's the goal. Um, speaking of bored on the job. Okay. Headline reads: Extinct parasitic fungus growing out of the rectum of a fifty million year old fossilized ant is discovered perfectly preserved in amber. And I thought to myself, I send emails at work, send messages at work, and sometimes I fat finger or don't use an apostrophe or forget a period and swap it out with a comma sometimes. Yeah. I'm not good at sending emails. What the fuck would I look like figuring out a fungus is in an ant's ass that's 50 million? Why is anyone doing this job? And in case anyone's wondering, that fungus is what killed the ant. Because that was his job to discover that too. Ah. It's just one of those things like, nigga, why is this your job? But you know, the thing is funny though, because somebody will have that job and it's like, how how'd you even stumble into this? Because you either had to be really bad as a scientist and they're like, you know what? You're gonna be looking at ant shit and amber. Anus. At an- <laughs> you look at ants anus that had a parasitic fungus that grew out of it. This feels like the makings of a monster movie. This is oh, yeah. how Jurassic Park we're gonna yeah, clone these ants. We're gonna, we're gonna get this at ant anus and we're gonna we're gonna clone the fungus. An ant ass fungus. We know about this now because I'm sharing it with you because I read this. That's the next pandemic. This shit is Seth COVID nineteen ant anus fungus. AAF twenty two. This is stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. Somebody but, got somebody got paid to talk about this. But that's, you know? we we talked about that before. Like I guess when we talk about like Wendy Williams farts all the time or something, it's like you know somebody gets paid to write that. Like you know, like the stupid job. Like I've seen it. Like where people have these like connections where they just break out and just be like you know what, fuck this shit. Like mm-hmm, I ain't mm-hmm. not, like Aunt Annis needs to leave. Like like I wonder if he was excited. Uh, so I did a drill, and I. I it's I, probably the same guy that stacked the five M and M's. Like yeah, this probably. feels like this was his job. And yeah. He, like, these are his I'm, crowning I'm achievements. at work these are his by looking at ant anuses, and I found out a fungus killed the ant. 50 million year old ant anus. That's what he was looking at. Really though. excited. Can you imagine even that? Hey, honey, how's it work? Tommy. Let me tell you, boo. I found out an ant died from his anus, an ancient fungus that was extinct, but no longer. Yeah, I'm going to fuck your best friend. <laughs> like, What? It's not exciting. It's like, Todd, you're a loser. I'm yeah. done with this. Yeah, I'm leaving. This is, um, this is not happening for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's funny, though. Um, I guess uh, education. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm a gentle judge it because I feel like some stuff just shouldn't be done. Pennsylvania school. Last day of school. Several students wear White Lives Matter shirts. Yeah. And essentially, the school was like, you know what? No, go home. But that was the end of their, I guess, thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because they went to prom the next night. (laughs) So, I mean, okay, I believe all lives matter. I do believe that. But I feel like doing that shirt, a little too far. Like, I have a dark sense of humor, but even then, it was like, ah, mm, ah. (laughs) Do you know what, like, part of Pennsylvania this was? No, I don't know what part. But it was in one of the schools, and it was like senior day. So, like, literally the last day of school, like, like eight of them were wearing White Schools Matter, uh, White Lives Matter, I'm sorry. Uh, they sent them home. Next day, went to prom. No repercussions because it was last day of classes. And I'm saying that they should get, like, necessarily, like, expelled. But definitely to the point where it's like, come on, come on, y'all. Like, don't do that. And they had it looking, like, exactly like 
the Black Lives Matter. The only but it was reason, a white shirt with black writer. Yeah, the, the only reason any of the lives matter is because Black Lives Matter first. The statement itself and anything that says anything else is to tell Black Lives Matter to shut up. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's not about inclusion or look at me. It's to dismiss what Black Lives Matter means. Yeah. And fuck those kids. Um, hope all of their kids have cleft palates and wet toes. Like, um, and they have erectile dysfunction for the next 95 years. Uh, not, nothing but great things for these citizens of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Backwoods, Pennsylvania. Yep. I'm sure. And I hope you're listening because fuck you. Yep. Uh, that's, that's how I feel. I'm going to stand on that. I feel the same way. Fuck I feel you. like certain stuff is like you're pushing the envelope. Fuck, fuck you, take like, it out. Uh, speaking of Pennsylvania, La Plata, Maryland. So, for those of you who don't know, La Plata, Maryland is Southern Maryland. Uh, it's far, but it's not far. You might need a passport to go there. It depends. It depends. Well, there's an investigation into the La Plata, Maryland State Police because they have a slogan and coin that reads, Make Waldorf Great Again. Hmm. Okay. And this is the second investigation that's Wait. underway about this. <laughs> what? See, the first investigation came about because some of the black uh, state police officers were like, hey, this doesn't make me feel okay. Okay. Let's look into this. And they, they went through proper process to say, hey, something's wrong here. And it was investigated. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. but apparently nothing. Because after the investigation... A coin was produced to show exactly how they're making Waldorf great again. So the coin has the Maryland flag on it, and then it has some statistics around arrest, DUIs, traffic stop, gun found, that kind of stuff. It's got data around what the police are doing in La Plata to make Waldorf great again. Okay. So it was just one of those like, oh, we heard y'all was looking for us, but we don't give a fuck, so we're going to do what we want to do. Hmm. In case you're curious out there, La Plata is 59% white and 29% black. And black folk make up less than 12% of the state troopers. But surprisingly, not really. They are disciplined at a higher rate than their white counterparts. So oh, yeah, make Waldorf great again, guys. Make Waldorf great again. Never liked that area. Um, <laughs> you know what else I didn't like? Bow wow. Only thing that lifts me up when I'm feeling down. So I'm going to talk about him later because he's in Fast and the Furious 9. I mean, he is a Fast and the Furious uh, cast member all day. Yes, he is. But he, I I, I didn't really read too much into it, but Bow Wow doesn't want to rap anymore because it brings stress. My first inclination was, what have you rapped lately? Like, I mean, it's been 20 years, I feel. He's actually released music. It's just no one was checking for it. Without you know, without being a kid rapper, it doesn't doesn't no. work. No, once Bow he dropped wow. a little, it, like it was like nobody. I mean, like I guess when he was dating Sierra, it. But he did somebody else. See, see that. what happened was his fan base grew up, and they were just like, "This shit's stupid." Yeah, like he's still little. Like he's he's a little person. Oh yeah, no, I know. He's like, it's just five like feet tall. It's just like whoa, uh, this is this is weird, and he shouldn't have to rap. He was on NCIS, or was it? Yeah, he was on one of the NCISs. Like, 
Oh, cyber crimes. Cyber crimes. Like, yeah, because uh, there was a young lady television on television and but movies. It, it, it did not last more than a season, I think. He, but he was still on other TV shows. Like, yeah. I mean, he does television movies. Like, you shouldn't have to rap. Like, rapping is just like low on the totem pole as far as money you can get. Because anytime you release an album, you're in debt and you got to buy, you got to pay out of that. So yeah, it's just, yeah, like tour and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's not even you paying out of that. That's you just you making money, but you got to pay out of that debt to that record label for promoting and making your record. Like, it's just, I get it. And, it, and then he stressed because he's like, I ain't really that good at it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, as an adult, like, nobody want to hear about power. I'll shoot niggas up. Because that's the kind of shit he talk about. Yeah, but even then, like, we know that that's not the case. Like, if anybody was, like, be not who he raps, like, right? Like, Bow Wow, you were rich. I mean, given your parents spent a lot of your money when you were coming up, right? Like, but you were gangbanging with your long hair and, all, like, all, 106 apart. Like, you were not gangbanging. You were probably studying in a fancy ass spot while your parents lived lavishly. You like you weren't on the streets. You weren't slanging. So most of your rap is about on the Chronic, not the Chronic. He was on Snoop Dogg's first album. Yeah, no, he was. And then they switched because uh, remember he was like he went by another name, and then they they grabbed him up and became Lil Bow Wow, and then he started rapping about girls. Good for him because yeah. that was that was the move. That's yeah, how he- that was the move. But then I know recently he was trying to come up with an album talking about his exes, and I got vetoed because uh, like Sierra and them, or I guess I'll keep going with Sierra, but I know he dated other people too. But then all of them were like, "Yeah, nah, you're not rapping about me uh, from ten years ago. Like, like get out of here." That's like me dropping an album talking about my exes. Like nobody want to hear that. You can do a spoken word album. Yeah, I guess you're right about talking about the girl that I love did not love me. We were all victims because one of us was victors. She was sleeping with my homie and my cousin Z. I don't know, whatever. You just, mm-hmm. just snapped the whole time. We'd be rich right now because I was her only fan. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I was not her only man. <laughs> See? Go, go right <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, honestly, my first inclination, though, when reading the, art of the, the, the line was, I, I don't give a shit about my- <laughs> like, who? And, and to your point, who's writing art? Like, who seeked out Bow Wow? I was like, so tell me, tell me why, tell me what's going on. I got Shad Moss here. Shad Moss, tell me about yourself. It's like Bow Wow. No, all right, I'm done. I don't need any more. Like, yeah, like I don't, I don't need any more. Uh, hey, uh, would you guys do an article on me? What you got? <laughs> I don't want to rap anymore. Wouldn't be surprised. I'll send Clarence. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if he reached out because, like, he will do. He's also one of those people that uh, is suffering from the eighth deadly sin of clout. Like he's, he's absolutely that guy. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't put it past him. But yeah, I'll, I'll talk. I'll touch on Bow Wow Fast Five or Fast Nine, uh, and y'all ain't shit. All right. <laughs> looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I bet we all weren't looking forward to this one. Uh, the one, the only. Uh, Bill Cosby's out of prison. Yeah. Watch our drinks. Didn't see that one coming. But the reason I put it in gentle judgment is because I'm conflicted. Bill absolutely did what he was charged yeah. and found guilty of. However, he had some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shrewd lawyers. Yep. His initial lawyer back in 2005 actually represented Trump after the insurrection. So that's just to show you the kind of person that Bill Cosby had on his payroll back in the day. Mm -hmm. And this guy worked out a deal with the prosecutor of Philadelphia at that time, or Pennsylvania, I don't know if it was state or 
city, I don't know. And Bill would come forth with information only if that information couldn't be used to prosecute him at, in a felonious trial. So in the civil suit, Bill had to pay the woman out. He's like, all right, I'll tell you the truth, but you can't lock me up for this shit. And they agreed to it. So when Bill's trial was going on in 2015, it was the very end of the statute of limitations and the new uh, prosecutor or state's attorney, district attorney, whatever it is, decided that they were going to ignore the agreement from the previous attorney. And it was brought up during the trial. Like, yo, he he shouldn't be tried for this because there is a binding agreement that he can't be tried for this. Anyway, long story long, he was found guilty, spent two years in jail, and was up for parole, and Bill said, nigga, no, I will not admit guilt, because I ain't do this shit. Long behold, today, June 30th, he was up for appeal, I'm not sure, but it was seen by the state Supreme Court, and they were like, wait a minute, Uh, this right here says he couldn't be prosecuted for this information. But we can't prove that the jury didn't find him guilty for this information they heard that he can't be prosecuted for. So pretty much mistrial. I mean, not mistrial, but like just throw it out. Uh, not guilty. Charge is dropped. Bill, you're free to go. And Bill Cosby is home. So my confliction is these lawyers are good. Oh, yeah. Bill is bad. These lawyers are bad because they let Bill get off. And it's just like, and the lawyer, the, the prosecutor is horrible. Like, oh, yeah, no, he, he, he fucked up. Like, he he some, opened the wound for all of Bill's victims. Yeah. Right, because he didn't do what he should have done. Yep. And tried something else. But that case, that particular one, with I think her name was Constance or something like that, that one should have never been tried for a felonious act because he was written out as like, you can't do this shit. Yeah. Which was agreed upon. And it's just like, yo. Yeah, no, so he fucked it up. Like He was like, yo, I'm going to try to get this win regardless. And it was like... Yeah, but you about to take an L, and now he has because now no one else. Because it's no just one, one of those like nigga, we we all out here like you fucked up. Yep, fucked up. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like yeah, let's say like they announced it like this afternoon. It was like, hey, uh, Johnny, could you come in my office real quick? Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, boss? Uh, you know Bill's out, right? Bill who? Bill Cosby? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we gonna we already packed up your stuff. You can um, go ahead. I, I'm sure the governor or the mayor is looking at the nigga like they can't. I don't know if they can fire him for his position because he was voted in by the constituents. Uh, but it's one of those like this is this is the highest you're you gonna go. You fucked <laughs> up. Hey, this is the highest you're gonna go, dog. You fucked up. Yep, you fuck. You pretty much all you him away to get out. And Cosby, uh, I made the joke earlier. It's pretty much just spent a government issued isolation the last two years as out. Didn't miss a step for the most part. Probably is even healthier than he was when he went in. Nigga probably was lifting weights and... Yo, if, by, if Cosby, you know how uh, uh, Dr. Oh, Dre look? Yeah. He come out Gucci Swole, son. I'm telling you, it's in game. I mean, he did that shit, but... No, he, no, he definitely did that shit. He out and, can't be pros- and he can't be prosecuted for it. No. Like, he's, he's, he got he to gotta get out of jail free card. Yeah. All he has to do now is try to get Cosby back on the show, uh, on the air. So well, can... I'm curious about who's gonna want to talk to Bill Cosby first. Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, Oprah want to talk to him. No, I don't think it's gonna be Oprah. I, I think, think I think it's gonna be Oprah. I'm, I think it's gonna be the Fox News window. Like I, I'm, I have so many questions about like life with Bill Cosby in the public again. 
Because oh, someone's yeah. gonna want to talk to Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, no, somebody is. And who's gonna talk to Gail Kingwood? Because she she oh, got yeah. that life. Yeah, she is. But I don't know. Like this is something else. This is or ooh. or Netflix. Who gonna do it? Like someone has to be the one having the conversation. The same person that did the little child, the the the, the kitties, the scooties, whatever. What? The, what, was the, what was that movie that uh, the Netflix got all that trouble? Oh, with? that was French, man. They weren't even like from this country. Yo, it don't have to be from this country. <laughs> Just gotta do a documentary. No, I mean actually talking to Bill. Well, I know. I'm asking Bill. Like, I was saying like they're gonna try to do like a documentary, try to tell a story like that. And, oh like, yeah, there, there, there are so many stories from this just this past week that are gonna be told oh, yeah. in documentaries or feature presentations or something. But you from, know, you know what I want? Was I want Bill? And I give him. He did it. I want Bill to start like dropping net. Like I mean, like blatant. Like oh, you know who was with me? <laughs> like oh, since I'm out, y'all. Y'all wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Like, <laughs> like, Richard Pryor was fucking these bitches too. Yo, like, look, I was Sydney out there. Poitier is a piece of like that. Yo, I want him to start dropping names. Harry like, Belafonte. I want to him drug these whores just as much. I, as I want mean. him to start throwing everybody on the bus. Like, yeah, I'm out. Like, I'm out, y'all. Y'all couldn't hold me down. Cause you remember, like, when he went to jail, he was smiling. Like, he was like, "Yep." Yeah. Yo, Bill stayed. Like, Bill did some gangster shit. Whereas, like, did his time. I was like, I'm gonna eat this. I ain't gonna peel nothing. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna do this ten, whatever, whatever. I ain't do this shit. Yep. And he just wrote it out. And like, I, I don't, I don't want to say I, I want to respect him for that, but he, he's taking on the ethos of people who want to be respected for just doing their time like a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it, it ain't something I can get behind because like he did the shit. Like, oh yeah. Like, hey, I bet you Hannibal Burris is just like, oh shit, Cosby out. He might be looking for a nigga because Hannibal Burris is the reason. People even talked about it to begin with. Yeah. So I wanted it's so much I wanted. But I'm saying I'm just waiting for him to be like, oh, you know, I got I call up on my uh my my YouTube, y'all. Y'all going down. Like <laughs> started like, just cooking. Kwame oh, Brown on YouTube. Bill Cosby. Kwame Brown. That's who gonna talk to Bill Cosby. Kwame Brown. <laughs> That's exactly who it is. Yep. It's gonna be Kwame Brown. He's gonna be the first person to reach out to Bill Cosby. You know who I actually wanted now? I want Cardi B. I want them to share notes on how they drug people. No, no that's too. No, no that's no. rude. Okay, my bad. No. <laughs> what I like to do, like you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever noises she be making. No, that's too. Okay, anyway. No. All right. I ain't shit. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you mentioned Utah earlier. I did mention Utah. Earlier. I'm gonna mention Utah now. Apparently, there is occurring right now the second annual treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. Well, this guy, oh, I have his name right here. John Maxim and David Klein buried the prize along with some other cool stuff in Salt Lake City area uh, this year for their second annual treasure hunt. They essentially uh, buried $10,000 plus some cool stuff and put it on Instagram and gave them clues, like almost some goonie shit, right? Begin your search where hikers rest. Majestic slopes are are facing west. Through the tunnels of emerald green, follow the river creek or spring. When the blackbird clicks, turn to port. If you reach the end, you've gone up. You've come up short. Uh, begin the climb to uh, when your path swings north, picking up, uh, picking your way back and forth. Soon you'll find you're not alone. Greet the bear made out of stone. Along the bottom of the cliff is the key. The chest awaits beneath the tree. With treasure in hand, enjoy the views. The sun-kissed reds and salty blues. I feel like this is at one of the 11 Chipotles in Utah. 
Yo, I'm gonna tell you right Just now. Just look for the one with the bear statue. It says, "Be safe and have fun." Is the rules uh, must be following these people weekly clues every Friday on these channels. The chest is not on private property, so no trespassing anywhere. Everyone has to share this post. We'll be entered to win a cash giveaway open to everyone of all ages. Yo, motherfuckers gonna go disappearing and shit. Um, this wouldn't shit. be the first time that people got lost and hurt doing a treasure hunt. And 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 I mean, the other thing to it is like, nigga, taxes. Like it's ten thousand dollars there, but if I claim this shit, I just pay taxes. Uh, they probably have a camera on it, but I mean, like, I would love to grab it and dip. Like, oh, just not like yeah, they still would, looking for it. Like, yeah, I would just, I take the money and bounce. Like somebody, some, what's gonna happen is somebody's gonna follow these guys and kind of figure out through reverse engineering that they peruse certain areas and that's how they're gonna get to the prize. They're gonna skip the beginning steps. I so I imagine it's a um, find the first clue. Then it'll lead you to the second clue. Is it was it one of those or is it just Well like, it looked like it said weekly update. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I so. mean like more than likely this probably gets you to the general area, and then based off of that area, you'll go somewhere else. But it says weekly, right? So I mean like I gotta spend a month in the month. So I, I imagine like once somebody figures it out, they're gonna release it like, all right, guys, here's the second clue. Meaning like don't go searching in these places. This is where it's not. Like they gotta narrow the field of search. Yeah. Or something like that. It's cool, but niggas gonna die because they always do. But on top of that, though, and not like, look, if that was even in this area, mm-hmm. that's not worth my time. <laughs> like, I mean, I would, I would, I would love f- free money, right? Don't get me wrong. Yeah, ten thousand cash. I mean, but claiming it is going to be a problem. But I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to do cash. all that extra work, man. Like, you know, you got. I mean, he already said you passing creeks and looking for bear statues and shit. Like, Nick, I'm telling you, it's Bob and Chipotle that has a bear statue. Right. That's exactly where yeah, it is. There, there you go. And what's the definition of a bear? We talking black bear, polar bear? I'm talking probably talking like brown some bear, rock structure or some, teddy bear, some off like off the cuff kind of a scenic destination that's referred to as Bear Lake or some shit like it. It's not build a bear. Never just build a bear could be one of them. <laughs> just a fucking the, the Chipotle at the mall. Yo, it has a build a bear. That's what this motherfucker is. It's in the trash can. You gotta dig it, dig it up. That's exactly what this motherfucker yep. is. Yeah, but. uh yeah, I guess uh, you know, you you free and you want to go to Utah and look for treasure. Uh, it's out there. Well, we're out here doing a whole show, but we're gonna take a little bit of break so we can come back to some more interesting and fantastic shit, y'all. Don't judge me. So, Nigel. Yes, sir. Do you believe that there is? An agenda from entertainment to prop and or promote counterculture. Oh yeah. So what I what I mean by counterculture is culture is tradition. Let's just say culture is tradition of, you know, you raise a family, two point five kids, white picket fence, dog, nuclear family. That that's culture. Culture is having a husband and wife. Culture is attending church. Culture is doing your part in the community. Do you think entertainment is propagating something against culture? Oh yeah, I do think so. I think it's uh, the distract them, uh, distract us. I guess non-celebrities. Of course, you know, don't touch me. Podcast is getting up there. We are famous <laughs> as fuck in Mozambique. Yep. So um, I think it's a way for uh, celebrities to uh, make themselves relevant and possibly just distract uh, people from. 
their lavish lifestyles. Like, I mean, even think about the beginning of pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, we're in this together. They did no, the we're black not. and white, uh, imagine all the, they did the imagine yeah, song. Like, yeah. no, no, we're not. You, you have a fucking pool. I don't have a pool. <laughs> I don't even have a blow pool. I don't even have a cheap, like, you know, plastic pool. You know, like $10 drinks. You got a tub, though. I got, I got two of them. But yeah, but I'm too big. I mean, like, my knees, I, I can't submerge my knees. That's always been a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's not even like, I might as well run through a hose, get a slip and slide or something. I could probably have that. That'd probably be fun. But I mean, we ain't the same. You see, like, they live in compounds. I never heard, I don't live in a compound. I live in a house. Well, not all famous folk are living in compounds. They're in apartments and townhouses and single family homes, just like the rest of us. You're right. Uh, I, I would say I don't and I do believe that some entertainment is promoted to prop up counterculture, uh, specifically like music, okay. because because going against the norm helps a lot with making an entertainer interesting. So if a rapper talked about taking his kids to school and, you know, helping with dishes and cutting the grass and stuff like that was that was their lane. They're not really going to be that popular. No. But if a rapper is talking about all this fly shit that he does in his compound and the bitches and hoes and twerking and gold and exotic things that you don't get to experience, which because that isn't really like that's not culture. That's just that's an experience you can have within culture. But if that's every day, that's 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 counter against what most people uh, live and experience. So I think in forms of music yeah it's, it's a bit of promotion of it's it's a lot of violence in music and we don't we don't want violence in our everyday lives no we don't and in but in in the realm of productions or entertainment or television like i don't think there's a gay agenda i don't think there is a i'm gonna, I'm gonna say this with a grain of salt i don't think this is that there is a right wing or liberal agenda with networks that aren't right wing or liberal networks. Yeah. Meaning I'm not going to turn on MTV and see a right wing or liberal liberal leaning show. But if I turn on one American network, I know what I'm here for. Like that is absolutely an agenda to, you know, persuade their audience to keep tuning in. But like ultimately, I don't I don't think that exists in entertainment. And as far as gays, it's just like part of it is uh, what's what's the word? Representation. Like having someone visible matters, right? Oh, yeah. It matters matters to see your story or story similar to yours being told, because that way you want to connect and engage possibly with that show or that entertainer or what have you. Like that matters. Like there's a reason like Black Panther did a billion dollars because black people couldn't wait to have a black superhero. Yep. Or well, another one. Blade. I mean, Meter Man wasn't. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was saying Blade, but okay, yeah, Meter. Meter Man is always yeah. the first black superhero I go to. Yeah, yeah, it, it was filmed in Baltimore. Yeah, and, you know, the Young Lords. They had yeah. gold age. Yeah, no, that another bad creation. Classic. Uh, Bill Cosby was in that too. As well. Yes, he was. Uh, you, you could touch a book and know all of its contents. It's, that's, that's weird, but um, so I think representation is is important in in media, but I don't think it's necessarily an agenda out there. Well, you know, we talk about, like, I guess, going against the norm, and I guess, like, I guess counter, right? I read the article earlier where it was, like, Sean Kingston, if y'all remember him. 
You're so mm-hmm. beautiful. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was still around. Actually, honestly, I don't understand how he's still around. But since he drove into the pier, I thought he was gone. Actually, not to lie. <laughs> so he had a he. His article read, "I have slept with a woman in my house when my girlfriend was there." Yeah, and I'm like, first off, who cares? Second off, why are we having this? I mean, like now she knows. <laughs> Like, if she didn't know before, mm-hmm. she knows mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Why are you bragging about this? He's a shitty human being. That's No, he is. But it's like, first off, you're Sean Kingston. Like, I mean, I don't know what he looks like. I mean, I feel like he's probably just a normal looking dude. Nah, he's just... I don't understand how he still has money. There's no music. No, there he, isn't. He hasn't made it. He's, he's... Like, over a decade, he hasn't made music. No. John Kingston was popping in like 2006 yeah, or something that. like that. And then he came out with like maybe one album. I, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not checking his pockets, but for, for someone to be interviewing and talking to Sean Kingston, it's like, what are, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> it don't make no sense. Why, why are you talking to Sean Kingston? Uh, I don't know. But I mean, to your point, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we talk about like gangbanging and just stuff like that where a lot of times it's not necessarily like, we don't want it. But then, you know, we talked about Trey Songz that one time where he had that one song where it was like, yeah, it's a you and me, we die to die. And I was talking to my main chick the other day. And I it was like, my side chick. Yeah, it was like, dog, what? 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 Mm-hmm. Like, who's? Mm-hmm. Even the uh, old school Usher, 8701. Like, there's a whole album about cheating on Joe. <laughs> would, would cheating be culture or counterculture? What, what do you think? Uh, now, culture. Culture. Back then, counter, I think. Well, it was just, it just wasn't in the light. Like, you know, we, yeah. a lot of us got uh, uncles and grandpappies with whole other families on different yeah, sides of town. Right. So, you know, cheating was always a thing. But I would say it's definitely culture. Like, I would, considering how it's used in memes, like, did, okay. I, did I send you the one with Future? No. There's a picture of Future and he's just standing there grinning. And it said, um, happy, happy wife, happy life, whatever. He said, happy husband, or I'm fucking your cousin. And I was just like, <laughs> well, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, that's, that's vicious. That's what Future would say. The, the future we all envision would say something like that. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, I would, I would definitely say that cheating is culture. And counterculture would be, I love my wife, right? Yeah. That, now. that yeah. would be counterculture. Like, I love and support and endorse my wife. This is all that is for me. So, old school R&B songs, all counterculture? <laughs> I'll give you the moon, the stars, the mountains, and the streams. Yeah, that wasn't for a wife though. That was just for last night. That was just to get oh, some. Yeah, I guess you're right. That was just to, that wasn't that wasn't to do anything like long term. That was just like, girl, you was this brown liquor got me feeling all sorts <laughs> of ways, girl. You was special. Yo, I would die. You know, like a back in the day, had the deep voice joint. Mm-hmm. Man, this <laughs> man, this. Brown this dog liquor got me feeling some type of spell. Ooh. <laughs> and then they to, I'll give you the moon to start. Like, nah, we about to make a baby. And I, I'm a, like, this is about to be a bad interaction. <laughs> I'm about to regret this whole night. Girl. Look, look, you about to be a good single mom. <laughs> like, what? Yo, that'd be hilarious. I would love, Trey Songs, if you're listening, because I know you are, I need you, stop talking about finding your side chick. Start a joint, get like a Barry Manlow equivalent, have them start off like, mm, this brown liquor got me feeling some type of way, and serenade some trifling, off-the-wall uh, shit that Bamas would say um, on a Friday night after leaving a 
uh, love or something. Saying some shit like, <clears throat> I treated you like a $2 whore. And six weeks later, you're telling me pregnant. What you calling me for? Like, just, oh just, shit! Just, just, shit, y'all heard that? Just, that's bars. I mean, that's some shit that Trey songs would, oh, that would in, in that, a song. Yep. Yeah, what you calling me for? <laughs> like, what you telling me for? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm following me on Instagram <laughs> and Snapchat. Blocked. Mm-hmm. Because that's 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 the thing. Um, I saw like a guy that I used to follow up until he shared this. Um, he's a podcaster, and he said something about like the gay agenda. And I was just like, you're weird anyway. So I don't. And it just, it just reminded me of how, like, when people don't agree with something or if it isn't something that the community that they're a part of, for someone else to, like, showcase that, they feel like it's taken away from them yeah, or it's nah. impeding them. Just let Kit, he said something about uh, the gay agenda on TV. And then he switched it to kids uh, seeing this. And I just want to let them be kids. Nigga, my whole life, anytime there was an adult couple, it was intimated through flirtation or, or like the woo sound going on when they kissed or whatever. Like if it was a male-female couple, they kissed. Well, anyone my age or older grew up watching nothing but heterosexual sex on yeah. television. Yeah. Heterosexual relationships, heterosexual sex, whatever, whatever, whatever. A lot of them niggas turned out gay. So it don't matter. In, in regards to the to the gay agenda, it's not gonna flip your kid over. No, like it's, it's, it's not gonna make him wanna chase someone's booty hole because he saw two men kissing or holding hands on nope. the Disney Channel. Like it just it just it's just not. Because if that's the case, there shouldn't be no gay people right now. Because all I heard growing up was woo. Yeah. Because Zach and Kelly Kapowski were making out in yeah. the hallway. And Kelly was also making out with Slater, and also making out, and Zach was also making out with Jesse and Lisa. And, <laughs> and Screech was just like holding everybody's purse. Yeah, just like the, no one likes Screech, but not he passed away a little bit ago. Yeah, he did. I take that back. No one likes Screech. I don't want to say that. Nah, nah, it's just true. He is what he is. You know, it's actually uh, well that sidebar, and this is unrelated to the topic at hand. But I remember uh, I had an ex, and her her ex passed. Okay. And everybody was like, oh, he was such a good dude. And I was like, no, he wasn't. Like, he was a jerk, jerk. He was an asshole. Like, and I, you know, I didn't want to see, like, the, the jilted current mm. dude, right? But it was like, you know he was some shit. Like, you you was just talking about how he was some shit. Now he died, he get a pass? Like, anyway. I saw I saw someone uh, on Twitter say something to the fact that, like, I don't care if you didn't know me or not, but if you can use my death to your advantage, do so. If you want to feel like I was the greatest person I ever lived and we don't really know each other, do that. I'm going to give you that privilege because you're just bigging me up anyway. So yeah. whatever. And that's essentially what happened with your exes and her, your ex's ex. Yep. Because she felt sentimental about I guess. the person that was no longer here. Yeah. It was just like, oh, yeah, you know, just blah, blah, blah. I was just like, dog, what? Like, he was a jerk. Like, <laughs> are we really having this conversation? Like, I'm not entertaining it. <laughs> I'm gonna just go. Yeah, feel feel how you feel. Like I mean, yeah, like have your moment, but I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be that guy who just like, oh yeah, you're so right. Like nope, I'm a nope. I'm just gonna remove myself because this don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Just like believing that there's an agenda against whatever you agree with that don't make no sense. Like no one gives a fuck about you. Think think about your life every day. What do you give a fuck about? Uh, I guess video games, making living, money. What you give a fuck about what matters to you? Hmm? Oh yeah. Most right. people don't give a fuck about what doesn't matter to them. No. So they're no, not going to no. make anything to spite you. No. Because you don't fucking matter to them. 
No. Like half the time you don't even exist in their peripherals. Like if if what matters is what makes them feel seen. Period. Yeah. So if the writer in the room is a big black man and he wants to talk about black fathers, it's not an agenda against white fathers. It's just like nigga, that's that's what's passionate about that. That's oh, what he's yeah. about. Like yeah. it's it's counter counterculture exists. There are, there are outliers for it, but there isn't an agenda altogether. In some areas, it's more prevalent than others, but ultimately, like, yo, people just make and produce what makes them feel seen or visible or can make some money for them. No, oh, yeah, of course. Like Bow Wow talking about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about. Yeah. Nobody believe it, but if you feel like you're going to get a buck off of it, then make it happen. Pretty sad. <laughs> Mr. Mars, but what do you, what do you think out there in the uh, podcast land? If you're listening to my voice, I need you to write in or send a voicemail to let us know exactly what you think about counterculture and your ideas for it. You do so by sending us an email, don'tjudgepod at gmail.com, or hit that hotline, 410-834-1562. One more break. We're going to finish out this show. It's going to be the shit. You're going to love it. You're going to tell your grandma about it. She's going to be like, what's the podcast? It don't matter. Just listen, Nanny. Come back. Come back to the show. Don't judge me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but yes, because y'all ain't shit. I'm going to tell you about my moving experience over the weekend. You were moving? I was helping a friend who asked me to move something for them. I get a message. Actually, you were here with me. Okay. Okay. Got it. Hey, what you doing on Friday? For example, I don't know. What am I doing? I guess I'm free. We're talking AM. We're talking PM. Nothing. Okay. Uh, should I be bringing a ski mask or should I be bringing a, a ascot? I don't know how I need to move with this inquiry. Gives me a call. Hey, man. Uh, I need help moving some stuff. Okay. Uh, where, where are you going? Oh, it's not for me. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, so you've been third party. Yeah, I'm third party. I was like, okay, well, um, do I know this person? Nope. Okay. Oh. Well, um, yeah, cool. Well, I guess I'll help you out. I'm a good friend. Uh, who else is going to be there? How far are we going? Now, mind you, I already agreed before I started asking details. You did already agree. Yeah, I already agreed. So I'm like, I'm not backing out. I just want to know what to expect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to know how far I'm driving. Right. Uh, you can just meet me at my house. He lives out in Baltimore. All right, cool. I, I guess I'll be. What time? Eight thirty. A.M. 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 All right, cool. This is a Saturday, right? Yeah, this is a Sunday. Sunday. So I was like, all right, cool. Sunday morning, wake up at like six thirty because it's like a forty-five minute drive. I don't have pretty any. Much, I don't have much. any gas, uh, so I gotta go get gas. I leave like an hour early. I get there eight thirty on the dot. All right, where's the other guy? Uh, he ain't here. Okay. Uh, so what's gonna happen? Uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm give him a call. Don't pick up, of course. You don't pick mm-hmm. up. So I'm like, all right. Uh, so now, mind you, I've helped this guy move like two or three other times. I was like, so what, we're gonna start a moving company because at this point, we could brand this real nigga movers. Yo, yo, something, right? So then half an hour goes by. He calls the dude again. The other dude picks up. Hey, oh, I didn't know who was meeting at your house. Now, mind you, he's on the text exchange, so he knows. Right. Oh, so he didn't just write you. It no, was, he wrote it was, both of us. I oh, got it, got it, got it. But he gave us the address, both of us. And so he was like, oh, I'll be there. Half an hour later, shows up. 9.30, we all get together. We drive out there. Yeah, it's cool because she's not even there. 
I'm sorry. We were supposed to be there at 8.30. Why is she ain't there yet? So she late. We late. Mm-hmm. Everybody late. Everybody late. So we get there. It's this uh, nice establishment in, somewhere in Baltimore where it's this giant building. It's comprised of multiple like studios. Like okay. Salons and oh, okay. nail shops. <clears throat> so she's moving her nail shop. So we get up there. Hey. Hey. Um, she has Starbucks. Not for us. Um, what we moving? Now, do you think she's packed? No. No, she's not packed. Nothing's packed. None of the cabinets are filled, empty. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're literally taking dressers. So her shop looks exactly like it did when yes. she last did it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So all she's doing, so imagine like a, a cabinet, tape, one, one thing of tape in front of the cabinet on both sides. All right, that's good to go. Is it? <laughs> Is it good to go? How many pieces are we moving? Oh, it's only like four pieces. 15 pieces. Okay. Oh. All right. How does he know her? It's his sister's best friend. Now, this is also the thing. He got injured at work. So he can't help. <laughs> oh, shit. So I'm like, the bamboozlement. Okay? Now, I love him to death. I'll, I'll probably help him again. That's not a problem. But it's like, how did I get roped in to helping someone who I don't even know? And the person, now mind you, he tried to do some stuff, even though he shouldn't have been because he was injured. Mm-hmm. But pretty much he was like, yeah, I'm injured. I can't really help y'all. So I'm like, okay. So then me and my 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 friend, my other friend, the one that showed up, we're 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 moving everything. And at no point at this whole experience do I know this young lady's name. Oh yeah. She's a stranger. Now mm-hmm. we have masks on because we're inside the building. So I, I I really don't know what she looked like. We drop off all of her stuff, and then we're about to leave, and they're like, Oh, you can't say bye? I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, bitch, I'm frustrated. I don't know who you are. I'm annoyed. You didn't even offer me any pizza. No, no, Starbucks, no, no, nothing. Bottle of water, nothing. nothing. And I'm like, yo, there's an etiquette to moving. Like, one, you should have had this shit prepped. You should have all the stuff ready. But my y'all ain't shit. Like, if you're gonna ask somebody to help you move, be ready. The whole time I'm being sassy, I'm being loud too, because you know I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you asking me to help. So I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, y'all need anything? I was like, it'd be nice if y'all had this packed up. <laughs> I'm like, like I am being sassy. For no reason, right? Because it's like, yeah, it'd be nice if this joint was ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, why ain't none of this stuff hooked up? Why why aren't you ready? You knew? I was like, wait, did she get evicted? Because this is how like this is how the stuff was packed. I was like, yo, she got evicted? Like, nah, she knew about this for like a month. I was like, it don't seem like it. Yeah, uh, this is anyway. Y'all ain't shit. If you ain't, if you ever had somebody recruit, and my old judgment, I'm sorry, I'm gonna get, get keep, ready. Keep going, man. We here it's for two it. females, right? Okay. Where they niggas at? Somebody smashing. I know they are. I know somebody is beating them cheeks. Somebody, somebody either prospecting. Somebody wants to beat the cheeks. Somebody who's been around for a long time. He been in the friend zone so long. He ain't show up. Now the dude busting cheeks ain't show up. The dude you ain't thirst trapping for ain't show up. I showed up. Well. I'm going to tell you how many times I move females and mm. the dude never is there. <laughs> Where do you do? How? I need to learn a lesson. If you've ever had a female and you never helped her move, call me so I can learn. I, I, so so the problem is, <laughs> Teach problem me. is uh, this happened kind of sort of to me recently. And I was just like, I was roped into something that I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily uh, sign up for love and support this person. But I was just like, I wasn't. I wasn't supposed to be sweating. This wasn't why no. I was here. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, this wasn't. 
Well, I'm, but I also know ain't nobody beat those cheeks, so she needed a deal. Well, in that case, but I'm like, yo, not, no, not one of you? Like, not not one of you. Well, the problem is, the segment is called Y'all Ain't Shit, not Sir Nigel Ain't Shit. So since Sir Nigel is a decent, decent human being, he showed up. The y'all, those other people. I appreciate that. Thank they you. didn't show Makes up. Makes me feel better about myself. Yeah, but it definitely, I've had multiple occasions where it's like, I know you get dudes, and they're not here. They ain't shit. And I'm that's like, why she likes them. Cause I have met a couple Eskimo brothers, though. A uh, couple joints. And it's like, you? You? Come in. Give me a hug. Brother! <laughs> Brother! <laughs> we all looking like boo-boo the fool and shit. Because all of us done got roped in to help this one girl. And all of us has been exploring in the great domain. <laughs> you know that's good, my brother. We Hello. all went on this treasure hunt. Yo, I, it was one time I was helping this young lady, and it was me and my Eskimo brother, right? Mm-hmm. And we started cooking her. Like we, like we became friends. We was just snapping. I'm like, oh, you old big forehead ass. Like we was just going on her, and she was heated. <laughs> like she was so mad, but she couldn't do shit because we had to move over something to the third floor, and she had oh, to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to take the L. For like the whole day, because we were just cooking her, yo. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it was the best, one of the best days of my life. Um, but then uh, North Carolina, North Carolina, throw your jewels up because okay. now that company is having to pay forty million dollars towards the state because they've allegedly been targeting use in oh, their yeah. marketing. Oh yeah, jewel the uh, smoke free, <laughs> yeah. yeah, vape, the thing. electronic vape thing. Yeah, the, the, the whole thing was to look cool and get kids. And they're like, no, we didn't. <laughs> it's like, nah, I actually don't know jewels outside of it being in a child's hand. I don't know any grown people who smoke I vapes. I do. Like, <laughs> like you go to a vape shop, everyone in there is like under thirty-two. Oh yeah, like it, it's. It's trying to create new addicts. Like nobody. Oh yeah. If you smoke cigarettes, you're not switching to vape because you heard it was lighter on you. Maybe. Yeah. But like that's not going to be. You rather like let's go back to these Marlboros. This, yeah. this menthol hit feel good. Like I'm not going in this electric shit. <laughs> the only time I've ever seen, I guess, an older person usually is because they usually don't do the jewel. They use it for weed. Right? Oh, the, the oil yeah. extract. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, that's, that's I've different. seen that, um, but. As far as like adults just hitting it just for tobacco, no, I don't, I, I've never I never seen that. But yeah, Jewel was like, we haven't done that, but leave this be. Here's forty million like, As long as we don't have to admit that we did this, we yes. will pay this out and continue we're gonna to advertise play the, right across the street from high schools. We're gonna play the Cosby here. As long as we don't have to admit, like yes. they're always Procter and Gamble's the same way. Like um, I think they just got. Might be Procter and Gamble, or it might be uh, Johnson and Johnson. I get them confused. But in New York State, they aren't allowed to sell uh, drugs in the state anymore, as of like last week or a week before or something oh, like shit. that. And they paid off like two hundred and fifteen million dollars to say because the opioid crisis, right? Oh, it's J and J Johnson and, Johnson. And it's just like, all right, we can't sell in New York State. Here's two hundred and fifteen million dollars. We're not gonna say we did anything wrong, but. We weren't really selling in New York State anyway, so we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll just take this L and uh, L. Yeah, lowercase L. <laughs> this, this L is written in fucking Latin because yeah, they already probably had. L. They already have like a budget set aside for that type of. So yeah, it's like, oh, we spent this year's budget, uh, so chill out this year, guys. It's only six more months. Yeah, just, just lay low. Force some more lobbyists in the, in yeah. the region and to get them to change mm-hmm. laws and shit like it. Don't mm-hmm. matter, man. It, Jewel, suck a dick. Suck, suck a vape dick. 
Yeah. That's, what, that's what they can fucking do. Ruining lives. Uh, I want to say a y'all ain't shit to the police. Now, I be going on the police a lot. I really do. Yeah. Because, um, you know, fuck the police. But this one is just a little different. And I just, I understand what I don't understand. So in Colorado, okay. 59-year-old Ronald Troike shot dead Officer Gordon Beasley and when a packing concerned citizen, John Hurley, withdrew his concealed pistol, he killed Troike. So, bad guy comes up, fuck all cops, Brrr, found the cop on the corner, killed the cop. Oh, shit. Okay. Concerned citizen heard the gunshot, and then he comes up, kills Troike. But then the concerned citizen picks up the weapon that Troike had, which was an AR-15, I'm going to assume. It was, a, it was a rifle. I think it was an AR. And that's when the police pulled up and then shot and killed John Hurley. Okay. Because he was standing there, there was gunfire, this guy had a gun. They killed him. Well, the police won't admit wrongdoing, <laughs> and they also will not apologize. Because, legally, if they apologize, that is them admitting wrongdoing, and they can be sued legally. So they yeah. can be liable for the death. They're just saying it's a tragic series of events. Yo. This happened, that happened. And it's just like, it's just, y'all ain't shit. Granted, yeah, ain't. granted, superhero Captain Mighty guy should not have probably been there. It, like, there's, there's no way of saying that if he'd have done anything differently, he still wouldn't be dead. Yeah. There's no way of saying... You could think like, oh, if he had sat down with his arms up in the air, but it still would have probably been like, You're, you might use your foot. <laughs> there's no way of saying that the guy who killed the cop would have killed other people. Like, we don't have any yeah. sort of variables at play because like, the events unfolded how they unfolded and there's no way to look at it any other way. But it's just like, nigga, good guys with guns, bad guys with guns, cop didn't let off, cops did let off, and it's just like, well, uh, we can write about it and just 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 deliver the facts, but we can't be humans about this because yep. that's us admitting. It's like that, you know, it's like that, you know, when you're arguing with your, like, your, your, your significant other. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's that's the same energy. I'm sorry you got upset because I cheated on you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not an apology. It said the words. This is a I tragic. Said, I'm sorry. This is a tragic ex- uh, a thing and it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> y'all good? But that wasn't good enough? Well, fuck y'all. <laughs> I did my part. Fuck y'all. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, ain't my fault. I'm sorry you feel that way. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. But I guess speaking of ridiculousness, I watched Fast and the Furious 9, y'all. Let's hear about it. it lived up to the anarchy, which is Fast and the Furious. Okay. So my problem with the movie, first off, is they've had several actors say, you and, to Vin Diesel, you and John Cena look just alike. No the fuck they don't, okay? Don't do that. They were like, oh yeah, he had the same uh, face as you. No, what? Who? Who did? I'm looking at the, I'm like, John Cena? I'm like, did they CGI his face? Now, mind you, I was watching bootleg copies, so I don't know how good the graphics was. But I don't think, you know, like I remember Looper, how they uh, mm-hmm. did uh, uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph Gold. Yeah, yeah, they, they added yeah, stuff. I don't know if they did that to John Cena, which I doubt, because the Fast and Furious doesn't seem like this type of accuracy. It was, it was just the you can't see me face. That's yeah. what it was. They couldn't see John Cena once Vin Diesel showed up. Yo. And it was just like, y'all niggas are just a light. Yo. And spoilers, I'm sorry, guys. Spoilers. So if you guys want to like hop off for like a minute or two, I'm, a, I'm about to ruin some stuff. All right, I'm about to ruin some stuff. So, 
So the premise of the movie, you mm-hmm. you, you okay with me reading? I don't give a fuck about okay. The premise of the movie is Vin Diesel's dad was broke, broke. right? Okay. So he he had his oldest son. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He had John Cena's character set up his drink so he could lose. Mm-hmm. Turns out the fucking car explodes. He dies. Vin Diesel's like, nah, uh, that's not cool because you know we family. Family. So he bans that brother from the family because he's like, you killed our dad. Now, mind you, the the brother, the whole time they're like, man, family's a powerful thing if you have it. But if you don't, it make you crazy. <laughs> so he's the crazy brother because he doesn't have a family to mm. rely on mm. because Vin Diesel banned him mm-hmm. because of a street race. So I was like, oh, they actually do a street race in this movie. Because of a street race, banned him from the family, right? I was like, dog. So now he has apparently grew up to be a spy. Okay. Yep. And now trying to apparently... A race, uh, have all the weapons of the world and try to blow up America or some shit. Uh, it doesn't. It's really yeah. unclear what he wants okay. to do. So then the whole the whole thing, Bow Wow's in it. Like I told you guys, Bow Wow's in it. Uh, make attaching rockets to cars. Okay. With the other white boy from uh, 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 Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. Like all, both of them apparently been working together since Tokyo. They're in the U.S. now. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, that that's where the rocket car comes in. That Tyrese and Lucrez drives. Okay. They also go up in a submarine outfits, like, you know, uh, scuba divers. Mm-hmm. And then they drive through a fucking ser- a, a satellite and don't die. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we need to stop the satellite. Uh, we don't have a magnet, you know, because, you know, they had all the magnets. Uh, you know, and they, they keep joking with like, you know, we don't ever get scratches in these movies. So, fuck it. Let's just drive through the satellite. And he drives through, they have no scratch. And I'm like... Is this a, are y'all making fun of us? Because at this point, I felt targeted as the audience. Because it was like, Tyrese literally was like, you ever notice how all these adventures, we fought a submarine, we've been in space, you know, we we, we fought tanks. I ain't never have a scratch. And I was like, dog, are you, are you breaking the fourth wall? I don't like this. Like, I need somebody to die now. I need somebody to lose their arm or something. Nope. Nothing. No. Drive through a fucking joint. Lands on the Russian uh, 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 space station and just come back down like like it's nothing. Oh, they drive through a satellite and then land on the space station. Yep, and then they stay on the space station for like a month, and they co- and then they end the end the movie with them at the uh, the house like, oh, we're having a barbecue. Yeah, this is way better than that space food. Y'all just gonna glance over that? <laughs> Y'all just gonna? And then I read an article where uh, Mr. Lee, cause I don't remember his first name, the director, okay, contacted NASA and was like, we want to make sure we get this right. Boy, boy, no, this is right. Boy, I, I want NASA. Whoever answered that phone call, you ain't shit because you should have been like, uh, shut the fuck up and hung up on him. That was an intern. My phone. That was an intern that was like, oh, I'm going to shine today. Stop playing on my motherfucking phone. You know what? That was the guy who was like, you know what? I just discovered some fungus in the anus, but you know what? I'll give you some information about a goddamn rocket, a rocket car. I'm bored. <laughs> what you, what you, I tell you, me. So we drive through a satellite. We drive through a satellite. Is and the it, car on hydraulics? Yo, and then it's like a like a Pontiac Skyline at that. Like it's not even like a like a like a tanked out. Like it's legit. Like and then they just glance over too. Like didn't this car blow up like a month ago? Yup. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you all just have parts? Yo, an abomination. Then my one part. I'm looking for Cardi B, right? Because okay. you know what I'm saying like I'm like, oh, she's in this movie. She's gonna be in the set tenth one. Let me see where's she at. Where's she at? She does one scene where she breaks Dom out of somewhere and is like, yeah, I'm, I'm living because of you. Thanks. All these women are me and 
holla at your girl. And I was like, what? They could have had a random do that. Like, why did you even bring her in there? Cardi B. Yo, I was like, no. And then I'm like, wait, they got Cardi B, Tyrese, Ludacris, Bow Wow. I was like, what is this, the BT? <laughs> I was like, what? what the fuck? What's all this? <laughs> I was like, all we need now is, you know, somebody else. Like, you know, fucking Tupac need... hologram or some shit. <laughs> Chris Rock, the host. No, somebody. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to chill out. But yeah, so, it, Abomination, though, they had a fucking uh, just crazy shit. Okay. How, how would you rate the film? You have to give compared it a score. to the other ones? Just, it's, you had to give it a score. The film itself, not compared to the other ones. Probably like a six, seven. Six, seven out of ten? Six, seven out of ten. Well, I mean, that's still a positive score. Well, you also got to mind you, I watch shit like Sharknado. So maybe my curve is dull. What's a one? What film is a one? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> What's the worst movie you've ever watched? What's the worst movie I've ever watched in my life? I feel like it was like a like a Ben Stiller movie or something. Actually. I think the worst movie I've ever watched in my life is The Diary of Jane Pittman because they made us watch that shit in elementary school and the makeup they used on Cicely Tyson was just so scary. I don't remember that movie. That's that's my one, y'all. But I remember it was a movie, I think, with one of those characters, like Owen Wilson, like that crew, right? Okay. And I just remember watching the movie and the movie ended and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I remember saying, I was like, yo, what? That wasn't an ending. Like, it literally was just like them walking and just like roll credits. And I was like, none of the questions were answered. <laughs> Escape Room is also oh, that a bad. one. Yeah. That movie was just like, what? Like, it started off so so intense with that first scene of the walls closing. And it was like, oh, this movie about to be something. Yep. And then it's just like, no, we not about, we, we, we gave you something, got you, got you hooked. And then it's just like, this is some bullshit. But they have. A new one being released in a few weeks. Yeah, 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 from like all stars. Yeah, yeah, like it's, like, it's like the whole city or some shit, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh, you, you figured all this out secretly? Yeah, like we're just supposed to. It's like it's like getting to the building outside the building, like and like the neighborhood. I'm like, so you got that much money where you just locking down fucking uh, Times Square, you just, zip codes and shit. Yeah, Ohio's the grid. Like, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah, actually, I'd be curious, fans of the Don't Judge Me podcast. What's a horrible movie that you experienced? The one. The, the the movie that you would score a one out of ten. Yeah. Please let us know. Yeah. I want to know, actually. One, so I can watch it. Let me actually share something with you guys. You might, I don't know if you were going to talk about it. Go, go for it, man. I know so, you're about to go. So, Jay walks in my house and is like, you know, let me tell you about this movie. And immediately made, you, made him think of me. He's like, it's called Llamageddon. I was like, uh, continue. And he says, it's a killer llama from outer space, crash lands on Earth, and begins raining havoc on a group of unsuspecting college partiers. Sign me up, okay? That is added to my cue. Then, because of his recommendation, or his suggestion, not suggestion, suggestion, which became a recommendation in my mind, that's why I heard, you know, like it was like, wah, 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 wah. you should watch this. <laughs> like, that's what I heard, okay? So, then it goes offers killer sofa and it's a, a chair where, where you put your butt is a mouth. The attack of the killer donuts where after you open the lid, there's like a whole rack of eyes. Uh, car- uh, carousel, carousel with a flaming unicorn on it. Bubba the redneck werewolf. Obviously. Yes. We have zoo mean bees. 
is zombies, but with zoo because it's a zombie zoo. So I would always say the scariest animal animal that could ever be uh, zombified is a fucking giraffe. You can't stop a zombie giraffe. Oh no, you can't. There's nothing you can do to get away from a zombie giraffe. Because yeah, for real, like you'd be thinking, like, oh, I'm I'm good, and then you you're just bite you in your neck, like, <laughs> like you're not good. You got like a 12, 12 foot rate. like you're you can't even hit him. You're never good. You can't kill the, the zombie giraffe. You're never good. No, that's that's. Yeah, the zombie giraffe is the you one. Know, you that... see those memes like the so and so can't hurt you, and it shows you like a picture of it. Yeah, now I'm scared of a zombie giraffe. Um, lastly, the last movie is Moose, the movie, which honestly, just because of the vagueness and the lack of creativity, piqued my interest above everything else. Actually, like the Moose, the movie, like I don't know if it's scary. I don't know if it's funny. A documentary, heartfelt. Who knows? It might be like a the penguin. Story. Remember the uh, like a like maybe Morgan Freeman's narrating it. Who knows? But I know I'm gonna watch it. But with all that being said, seven for Fast and Furious. (laughs) So uh, action-wise, maybe like, I mean, it was good. There was some cool shit where it was like, you know, we talked about last week where like one of the scenes was like, it got it from his kid and shit. Like there's a lot of energy like that where it's like, yeah, kid came up with this because. I mean, if you think about it, I haven't seen the film, but the premise of the film is a kid playing with his toys. Everything yeah. that happens is what a, yeah. a boy would do in his room while he's playing with his toys. Like that is all his action figures, his flying cars, his going into space magnets. Like that's yeah. that's a boy playing with his. That's a ten or eleven year old boy playing with his toys. Yeah, that really was. And honestly, it was very. I was definitely like, wow. And then even at the end, it set up where John Cena is going to be in the tenth one. Because he's, he's a good guy now, I'm sure, right? Yes. Yeah. Family. Family. Because he had a flashback. So there's one point where Vin Diesel breaks this tower, falls 100 feet, lands in the water, and then reenacts his past. As he's drowning. Yes. And so he's like, oh, I noticed everything that my brother was saying, and it's true, so I, I maybe overreacted, but I'm never going to apologize. And so I'm going to save his life because he's falling off of a truck. And I, of course, drive underneath of him and stop him from, you know, hitting the ground and dying. Mm-hmm. Then we look at each other. and It's like family. <laughs> family. And then they're like, cool. And like years of beef. Years. I'm talking like eight movies. Years of beef squashed because family. Family. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. And, and it was just like, you know, and they, a lot of like callbacks to the originals is like someone gave me a 10 second car to get away and get a second chance here's yours and I was just like boo and then they play homage to uh, Paul Walker because it was like oh we still have an empty seat wonder uh, where Brian is and they get dead they just need to kill him yo and then then he, then a car pulls up and, and, and ply, I'm like no get rid of him and the reason the whole movie he was babysitting while his wife his dom sister is out here jumping on trains and shit cause yo like um, equal rights, women's live. She is an action hero. He is a stay at home dad. Look, he's a stay at home dad, and he's watching Dom's kid. He is everybody. But he still dad. drives a uh, import. Like, come on, no, no. You either gonna be a dad, drive a van? Because remember, he was sad he about should, the van. He should. He should. He got an import driving around five year olds and shit. Yeah, I need. The, I need the last one to be about him dying, like literally him, and that's it. They make a real villain because they kill Brian. It's been long enough. This is what we're going after. And Charlize was barely in the movie too. I'm like, oh, y'all couldn't really pay her. Huh? She's gonna be a good guy then too. Like it's just probably like, everybody gonna be family. Everybody family. Family. So family. I got one. <laughs> yeah. And if this guy was in your family with this name, 
Okay. You'd be like, oh, okay. Now, this is his actual name. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Shaft Bang Adams. Oh, yeah. He's the creepy uncle. Leather shoes. No socks. With socks. One sock. No sock. One sock. No sock. And an ankle monitor. Oh, yeah, of course. Because uh, Fanny back to Jeff Bang Adams is from the great state of Florida. Of course. And this man was recently arrested for driving on a suspended license. Was it a stick shift? Not sure. <laughs> that would have been funny. However, uh, while during intake, Adams was subject- subjected to a routine strip search. And well, some unroutine items were found in an unroutine location. Okay. Officers found four. Count them four meth rocks hmm. in Shaft Bang's extra meat pocket. Okay. Of his Shaft Bang. I can see that. The man stuck rocks of meth up his foreskin. Okay. He did that. He he wanted a good time while he was in jail. He hit some meth in the foreskin of his penis, and his name is Shaft Bang. What's unfair is that he pretty much told police where he was going to hide it when he when he told them his name. My name is Shaft Bank. Search is nuts. <laughs> Search is nuts. Pull it back, sir. Pull it back. Mm-hmm. Someone had to find that because they were touching him. Oh, to, yeah. There were some lumps and bumps within the foreskin of his junk. But you know the thing is about even with like jail, right? Like they have to do checks like that because Bama's be in the courtyard smoking cigarettes. And a lot of times... They don't sell them in the, uh, the I guess, the convenience store, Oh, no, no, no. Store, they right? don't sell them. They... So those are ass cigarettes mm-hmm. or nut cigarettes. They might have been wrapped in cellophane. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, I mean. They still are nut cigarettes, regardless if they were they wrapped or not. Syphilis cigarettes, because this was yeah. on this dirty nigga's dick. Yeah. And you are smoking that right now. Yeah. And somebody probably was like, oh, you, you, uh, you sharing? <laughs> Your lungs got chlamydia, chlamydia yeah, right now. Fuck cancer. You got dog. chlamydia. Dogs. Gross. Well, he had to do eight days in jail for bringing the contraband into the prison. Of course. He was let out after he posted bail. Okay. And then two weeks later, he was arrested again for cocaine possession and resisted oh, arrest. Oh, Shaq Bang is a hitter. Shaq Bang was arrested a whole lot. And that's all the ain't shit I ain't got. Because it can't get much more eight shitter, shittier than a man named Shaq Bang. Yeah, you're right. But you know what he probably was rocking? The knockoffs of the Yeezy foam runners that Walmart was trying to sell. Oh, yeah. So I found out recently that apparently Walmart was uh, had to remove them because they were getting sued by Kanye. Mm-hmm. I first off hate these shoes, mm-hmm. but why was Walmart trying? Because <laughs> Walmart is essentially Wish. Yeah, they they sell everything online yeah. anyway. You can find any. Yeah. Go to Walmart and say I need to find midget prosecutors, and you will find them at Walmart because they will sell everything. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. And my thing was was like, dang, like. First off, I was even surprised like Kanye even got whiffed. I'm assuming somebody probably took a picture and was like, yo, what? But like, I just now imagine Kanye in a Walmart and I find that hilarious. But Walmart, what are you doing, man? You're doing too much. Then that segues into this other company that was doing too much. This lady, we're White Claws. We talked about them. Yeah. This lady was essentially drinking White Claws, mm-hmm. pulling the top off, filling it with wax and a wick and selling candles. Okay. Then was shocked that White Claw didn't want them to use her, their cans. Just ruining small business. You know what I'm saying? And But the y'all ain't shit is that White Claw was like, yeah, first off, cease and desist. Oh, uh, yeah. And 
We want all the money you made from this joke. And I'm like, damn, damn. And like, the owner was like, but why do you want my money? <laughs> yeah, these these companies, yeah. these corporations are. But you know, my thing is scrupulous. I feel like that's a that's a parking lot out of the trunk deal. I mean, she might have been selling on Etsy, but dog. If you was at a young she lady's house, she made a whole four thousand dollars in eight months if, off these. If candles. you was at a lady's house and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna light some candles," and she pulled out a white claw and lit the top of it, you staying? I'm thinking about this. Um, so, if she was drinking white claw to begin with, if that was her flavor, then she might not. Nah, this is her, this is her setting the mood. No, no. What I'm saying is, if white claw is her steez and that's why she bought the candles, then she might have like nice decor. At least, not quite full IKEA. It might be Guardians and IKEA. You know what I'm saying? Like she might have a nice layup because she just likes white claw, and she's white. So like that's the only reason I'm I'm there because she's white. Like I'm there because that, that's why I'm here. So yeah, I would put up with it because I wanted the white the white tang. Okay, I would. She would not be my girlfriend. Okay. She, she would not be my. No, I'm no, here, for, I'm here for the tang. I'm here for the tang. Uh, Jay, why won't you marry? Why won't you be my boyfriend? Bitch, you got white claw candles. <laughs> You're beneath me. You picked these out. Someone here just give these to you. You picked yeah, these yeah, out. You bought these, yo. You you saw you got a bunch of them. There is a diorama of candles, yo, all in white claw cans. That is funny. That is funny. Um, but then last, I sent this video the other day where some guy made carrot bacon. He sl- like slid them very small, mm-hmm. uh, lathered them like soy sauce and like meat, liquid smoking, like, uh, liquid smoking shit, and was like, "Oh yeah, these things taste like carrots." carrots. <laughs> <laughs> but then I saw another article, and I don't know if carrots are just following me around, but it was like carrot hot dogs. First of all, that's wrong. I would I would punch the cook. That that is that is. I would wrong. go to jail. Don't give me a carrot hot dog. I would go to jail. If, if I was to be like at a cookout, and one, I don't really like hot dogs. We talked about them before how they come up with different shapes now. Some of them are a little too weird, like uh, garlic, cheddar, bacon dogs or whatever. But like some of them, it's like, all right, look. Yeah, I don't I don't want to bite into a bursting hot dog. Like, that's just no, wrong. No, 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 no. But if I bite into what I thought was a hot dog, and, and I put carrot. mustard, relish, ketchup on it, and I, I taste carrot. I'm gonna throw it at you first, mm. and depending on your reaction, probably just leave because I'm I don't I'm not fighting people like that. But I'm just saying I would throw nah, it. kick over the grill though because he grilled oh, this carrot yeah, hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would definitely like yoked, not yeet, yoked the tray of food into the yard. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, I'm a yoked. That's that's not as much force. It's no longer a yeet. It's a yoke. I'm yoking it. Just flip the fuck out of yo, it. Yo, yo. Off into the abyss because screw you. Sounds like a side scroller brawler <laughs> video game sound effect or some shit like that. <laughs> Streets of Rage. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's the life I'm living right now. Go ahead, close this show out, sir. All right, so I talked about Fast and Furious and my experience with it. Ben Diesel was on the Kelly Clarkson show the other day. Was he? Yes, and she asked, "Would you ever do a musical?" He's like, "I'd love to do a Fast and the Furious musical for family, family." It it could happen. Musicals are fun. I watched uh, some of In the Heights. I've it's seen some good musicals. They're fun 
to the experience can be fun if people are if it's like bright and colorful and that kind of thing. But there's no story for me in a musical. It's just like I'm just waiting to see niggas perform again. But my thing is mm-hmm. because it's Fast and the Furious, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to have cars, cars, and because there's limited space and what they can do on the props, that means they're gonna have a cardboard cutout and have to be walking around with it and singing. And, I, and first off, whoever does that needs to win. Something like I don't know did what. You, did you see Hamilton? Not, not, Hamilton not was uh, on a revolving stage, so maybe they can bring out a car, like a shell of a car, here and there, different ones, and they can sit in the car and they can revolve around the stage, and they can—they're all convertibles, and they can all like stand up and sing and move throughout the car. Okay, some old quick shit that's all choreographed and stylized and maybe. neon lights and maybe. a lot of. They're gonna need a lot of Filipino actresses and shit to you know street racing oh yeah you know what I'm saying it's oh, yeah. just yeah but you know actually I thought it was I guess the most comical part about the interview is that he ends it with like yeah you know I'm a very artistic kid I've done stuff all my life you know I have support of my family he and I was, yeah he said that I was like bitch yeah. I was like yo yo Grizzly Garland <laughs> like shut your bitch ass up but I mean yeah so he, he ended it with like my family's been supporting me I was like you know what Kudos to you, Vin. You you've 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 got it. You won it. Like you won you won the internet, uh something. My most favorite Vin Diesel line is there was a movie. This was after the first Fast and Furious, maybe after the second one as well. There was a movie where he was like a not a secret agent, but he was like a military ranger or something like that. Lorenz Tate was in it too. Uh-huh. And Lorenz Tate's girlfriend was superhead in the film. Oh, shut up. Okay. And he was also a uh, military person, right? They went on a mission. Something went wrong. And Vin Diesel's family w- was killed, like his wife. Okay. And Vin Diesel went to Lorenz Tate's house. This is how I'm, I'm remembering. I couldn't be wrong. I remember this. Movie. And then Vin Diesel yelled when, when Superhead was in the scene. He yelled, what if she died? And I was just like, yes. yo, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes. He, he went from like frustrated to just 10,000 out of nowhere. And I always remember, what if she, and he was pointing at Superhead. And I'm just like, but it's Superhead though. She can, yeah, she, she can go. She can go. No one gives a shit. <laughs> she, she can go. But uh, like I a man know. apart, a man on fire. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a man apart. It was, it was something. And I was just like, yo, Ben Diesel is crazy. Oh, I do remember that movie because it was actually like a, a, a like a like a serious kind of movie. What if she died? And I was like, yo, he is wilding on this. <laughs> like he's yeah. mad. All right, you lost your woman. I get it. I get it. But that's super head. We yeah, man apart. First, 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 we need to tell Lorenz Tate, like nigga, you uh, you doing the wrong things right now. That's that's who you decided to wife up. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even like. They couldn't even cast me. I'm like, yeah, you about to ruin my career, yo. <laughs> like, you're not about to have me out here married a superhead on this movie. No, Mm-mm. nope. But yeah, uh, musical. Uh, I guess maybe look for it in the future. Maybe Fast Twelve, and then the musical, and then Fast Fourteen. Maybe who knows? Yeah, they they gonna keep this thing going. But... Yeah, they are gonna keep it going forever. I mean, the fact that Bow Wow and the other dudes back in it, I'm like, damn, y'all spun off and did your own careers and came back, like. It's like a like a like a you know what? Vortex. It's a family reunion. Like it's, yeah. it's just a, every every movie is a family reunion. They bring people back from the dead, except for Brian. They should just kill him off. But yeah, yeah they need to because like even like, I was like I see what y'all doing, but stop. Like it's time. It's time. Like everyone knows he's dead. Like I mean I understand what you're doing, but like kill him. Like it, it's time. 
Yeah. Have have a real thing to fight for. Let him be the Agent Coulson of the Fast and Furious Avengers. Just kill him. Yeah, it's, get it's rid time. of him. It's get time. rid of him. And unfortunately, it's time for us to end this episode of the Don't Judge Me podcast. And we hope you didn't judge us along the way, but we understand if you did, because we will judge you accordingly just as much. And with it being the end of the show, this is the beginning of me thanking you yet again for joining us in judgment. Remember, you can be a part of this illustrious podcast. All you got to do is send us an email or drop a voicemail. Email address is don'tjudgepod at gmail.com. Or you can hit that hotline and the number is 410-834-1562. Closing, I'm just going to say what I always say. Suck a nigga dick or something. Or hmm? enjoy life. Do whatever you want with that life. Just as long as you don't judge me for judging you. I used to love 3-6 Mafia. Anyway, um... <laughs> Uh, don't forget, we have an Instagram page. Go ahead, follow us, like us, send us pics, whatever you want to do. Uh, appreciate all of it. I'll leave you guys with this. Just think, every time you get dressed, remember, if you die, that's your ghost outfit forever. Ooh. So stay fly.